Well, we've got the Space Ranger, the Apocalypse, and some great librarian superheroes behind us. And if that sounds strange, check out our recent episodes. Lots of cool, fun, new stuff it was published in the last couple of months after a long hiatus from January through April. Got some episodes we recorded earlier in the year and never published, so be on the lookout for the lost episodes of Professor Theo soon. For today, something completely new, something completely different. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting live from the campus of Splendid University, enjoying my newfound promotion to full professor. A journey 19 years in the making, and one that almost did not happen, it would appear... That some of the higher-ups here at Splendid were hesitant, given my history, and this town's history of weird, supernatural things happening, and the rumors that put my lab at the heart of it all. I can assure you, listeners, I have very little, almost nothing, okay, some, but not a whole lot to do with the bizarre supernatural happenings in this town, you unleash a bug beast accidentally upon the city, and some people never let you forget it. Still, in spite of that, my promotion has advanced, and I hope to be here for my lab on the campus of Splendid University for a long time to come. Anyway, given the heat, the, the pressure on me here in Splendid, I thought for this week it'd be best to go somewhere else. And a tale from nearby Ashland, Kentucky, appealed to me, and it struck me it's one I've never shared here. I don't know if you know Ashland. It is near Super Duper Town, which has been the backdrop for a few stories on this podcast. But for today, Glitterbeard's Treasure Hunt. Some might call it a ghost. To me, it was just a face and a voice that would occasionally appear at night. At first, I was startled. Who wouldn't be? Over time, I got used to the old pirate. He was nice enough, and he told the most amazing poetic, and adventurous stories. I told my parents about my new friend, Glitterbeard. That was his name. But they were sure I was just dreaming, or that maybe I had an imaginary friend. Glitterbeard was real. After a while, I noticed a pattern in his many varied stories. He always boasted of gold and silver, diamonds and rubies, sapphires, emeralds, all kinds of tempting treasure that he'd tucked away in a safe place, a port town, 
Initially, I imagined this taking place in some distant land, but it wasn't. I realized he kept referencing landmarks and places I recognized from my own town. Was it possible the ghost of Glitterbeard was trying to lead me to something? Was I on the receiving end of clues to buried treasure right here in Ashland? I had to find out, so I decided to go on a treasure hunt. Who doesn't like a treasure hunt? I made a list of all the clues Glitterbeard had dropped in our many conversations, and from that list I selected three locations to explore. Glitterbeard often referenced the port where he would dock his ship. I investigated our modern-day riverfront at the port of Ashland. I spotted people enjoying a picnic lunch, some others fishing, and a captivating statue of Venus and others. I felt a cool breeze coming up off the river. I heard traffic from a nearby bridge. No treasure, though. No clues, either. Glitterbeard often boasted of a time-traveling portal that he once came across on land close to port. This gave me the perfect excuse to check out one of my favorite shops, Time Warp. The store is stocked with toys, cards, and gaming delights galore. But I did not find the stockpile of gold and diamonds I was looking for. Finally, Glitterbeard would go on and on about the wonderful performances he'd taken in with his shipmates in town. Every time he did, I thought of the shows that we'd see on field trips to the Paramount Arts Center, a lovely old theater close to the riverfront. Now, I know the Paramount wasn't around all the way back then when Glitterbeard was here. But still, I inspected. After all, I didn't know how many of his clues were based on things that were around when he would visit, or the town today. I thoroughly searched the grounds around the Paramount, and hidden near a fountain, I found it. No treasure, but a map. The map was carved into a stone, about the size of a sheet of paper. It was scribed by Glitterbeard himself. It might be centuries old. Imagine how many people in all that time had walked right past it, not realizing what it was. Or perhaps it had been placed here more recently by the ghost of Glitterbeard himself. I could make out Ashland in it, the placement of the river, the port, the old dirt path that ran alongside what would be a perfectly paved 13th Street today. I hopped on my bike, and I followed the mysterious map's markings. I traveled uphill and passed an area labeled on the map as the Land of the Pathfinder, which in 2023 is Ashland Community and Technical College. I pedaled on to an outpost, better known today as Suplex Tacos. I took a much-needed nacho break. I continued on to a hilly spot on the map that reminded me of the current-day Armco Park. If I was reading this crude artifact correctly, the riches would be there. I searched around the war memorial, playground equipment, picnic shelters, no treasure, no clues. I took a crisps dairy treat break while re-examining the map. I followed the map 
to a rarely used, blocked off, and quite hidden part of the park. Home to an old abandoned amphitheater, it is here where my quest reached its climax. It is here I found Glitterbeard's treasure. I did. I marveled at the gold and silver, diamonds and rubies, the sapphires, the emeralds, and more. There was a lot of it in a big old wooden box, way too heavy, too much to carry all at once. I loaded my fanny pack as full as I could, and I cycled home where I hid the booty in my closet. I returned to Armco and repeated this process for many days until my closet was full of what must be the long-lost treasure of Glitterbeard. The mysterious old pirate never visited again. Never came back to regale me with exciting bedtime stories. I think, I wonder, since I completed the mission he had set out, maybe he considered the matter done. Still, the least he could do was stop by one more time and say, hey, well done. I think he will someday. Until then, I will guard his valuables closely and consider what to do with them. Should I spend it all? Invest it? Donate it to a museum? The Highlands Museum would love to have this stuff. Maybe I should turn it in to the authorities. Something else? What would you do? What would you do, listeners? That's all for this week. But we'll be back soon with all new, weird, and wonderful, and wild tales. Perhaps even another pirate tale or two. For there are more of those centered around nearby Ashland. Listeners, in the meantime, have a wild, and wonderful, and weird, and fun, and creative week. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Be helpers. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a Pez dispenser. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.